Welcome back to 1010 Podcast. My name is, of course, Michael Beck with Rob Sponsibilities and a special guest host today. We have um, Adam Nelson. Adam Aiden Nelson, I think. Uh, Aiden? And, I'm good with Adam. Let's Aiden, go with Aiden. Aiden, Aiden? Aiden Nelson. How are you doing, Aiden? Oh, you know, I'm all right. Introduce yourself I'm to I'm very the fans. excited to be here today. Is this your first time on a podcast? I think it might be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you could just speak directly into that microphone, that'd be that'd be great. Thanks. Like that, huh? Yes, thank like you. This? Yep. Is this what you need me to do? Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Just keep, keep my do- hand in the between. And- yep. Just keep doing that. Yeah, fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, are you still dying? Yeah, but different now. Different dying. My back my bacterial infections are I'm I'm negative on all my cultures, so that's good, I suppose. Doctor said I'm fine, but then now I have this virus head cold, so that's pretty dope, man. He traded yeah. his bacteria, got a virus. virus. I went to the hospital and got sick and with got someone else's sickness. Nice. So I could I should have just stayed home and been fine. Save money, not get sick. Done LS swap things. Exactly. Are you well enough to do an LS swap? Oh, it's Black Friday. I'm so excited. Every, <laughs> everything's on sale. Well, that's different. Sitting at your computer and buying shit's different than... Yeah, well, then once they in. show up, then it's engine in. Do you have that stuff like in your shopping cart or you just got to click the checkout? No, because most of the stuff doesn't have the page available yet. And everything goes... The pages go available tomorrow. Then everything goes live on Thursday night. This I'm, is for your swap you kit? Uh, all the different parts from different sites. I'm not buying just a kit. I'm getting different things. Oh, you're putting places. yours together? Yep. I got you. Some some people have really great stuff, and some people have really shitty stuff. So some people have really great things combined with really shitty stuff. And to get the combined parts that you need. awesomeness of parts, I just want to go pick and choose where I get them. I got you. It's probably more expensive that way, but I'm going to get a lot more quality parts that way. That's more important long term. Yep. Especially if you can. Yeah, so I've spent a lot of time deciding what I want, and now it's time to buy I'm so excited. Word up. Do you see that Fortune's running it up to 50% off and your car is listed on it, Michael? RX-7 is? Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> Should have waited. I didn't even need them. thought I was going to need them. Oh, well. Yeah. So you got too Sorry. many projects. I do That's have too problem. many. I do have too many projects. I will admit that. You could have been sliding an RX this year instead. That's Actually, nice. I didn't even really work on any of the projects. Nothing got done this spring. I know how that feels. Doing podcasts. We wasted stuff. an entire day trying to figure out how to put your car in a trailer. That's, That's true. That's why you don't get anything done. Right, exactly. Stuff like that, that. Stupid trailer. Oh, well, it fits in there now. The trailer's fixed. You could drive a car in it. Perfect. You should easily be able to drive the RX7 in it because I'm hoping that it's easier to pull in there than the Fiat is. Yeah, I'd imagine it is. Because that stupid 45 degree lip thing on the front of the Fiat, <laughs> that's what screws everything up. Now, when you cut part of it off. I know that didn't even do any good when I cut it off. It didn't help significantly, no. Not not as much as I thought it would. Not enough. Oh well. It Yo looks well. it looks better because I had run it into a different ramp before and taken a big chunk out of it. So it's true. When I cut that off, I took I cut that chunk out. Nice. So anyway, uh, find us at Ten Tens Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Ten Tens Podcast dot com at the number Ten Tens Podcast on Twitter. Uh, our store is at our website. Um, there is a link on there that says store, correct? Yes. And just click on that and it'll take you to our store. We've got hoodies and other good things. Um, it is that time of year when you should be buying things for your significant other. I would say we're going to have a Black Friday sale, but number one, we're not. And number two, this is coming out after Black Friday. so We're having a Black Friday sale then. Sorry you missed it, sucker. Sorry you missed it. <laughs> it was 50% off it everything. It was 50% off yeah. everything. 
But uh, you're just going to have to get what you get now. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry about that. Sorry, guys. If you buy something and email us about it, then we'll consider refunding it. We How won't. How about that? Nope. We'll consider it, though. Oh, we'll think about Robbie it. Robbie will yeah, consider we'll it. We'll it. talk about we'll it We'll think about ourselves. refunding the 50%. Yeah, totally. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. It's not going to happen. Robbie, that's not a good way to sell things. Yeah. You need to work on your sales attitude. Robbie with a head cold, though, is hilarious. Thank I like you. Robbie with a head cold. This is dark Robbie today. It is dark Robbie. I have a weird sense of humor. Yeah. It's because my cold is... You're a little bit taking. witty and You're a little bit dark. a bit of a Debbie Downer, frankly. I'm not down. I'm up. You're bringing me down. <laughs> I'm, I'm up, man. We're right. hurting my feelings before this started. Your microaggression is upsetting. No, he's macro-aggressing. I, I, I need a safe place where, you're heard, where your words don't hurt me. Th- that's not here. Clearly. The podcast is not a place to be safe. <laughs> this is not a safe place. <laughs> this is not. Yeah, if you are easily offended, you should shut your Just get podcast out. app you know, off. Find someone else. That parental advisory think, sticker is there I for a reason. I think anybody who's listening to us at this point is well aware that we're not necessarily the most... Uh, this is not a safe place podcast. No. No. If you're new to this, there's your warning. Yeah. What have we done since the last show? We watched a TV show? Uh, yeah. We lo- watched That's at least thing. one. I lo- Yeah. The That's Grand Tour came out. Did you watch it, Robbie? I did. I, had, I watched almost all of it the other night and then finished it this morning. What did you happening? think about it? I thought they were trying too hard to be funny. I couldn't agree more. I th- the the car sequences, great on spot or on point, just as good as they always were. The in studio stuff, if you will, intent stuff, I guess, it was not good. How dare you? I said how it. dare you? It sir? wasn't. See, this is how dare you, sir. I, I was Michael has the same blinders that everybody else has on. It's good because it's them. No. I don't care how bad it is. I'm sorry. Did you watch good. the 23rd season or whatever of Top Gear? No. Awful. God awful. Terrible. Chris Evans. Mr. Screaming. That guy. Remember him? Terrible. No. Why are we? I, didn't watch it. Why? Like. Apples and oranges, bro. Yeah. No, let's I just, just mean. Let's as just a car look show, at the grandeur as, as self standing by itself. It is what it is. The stuff that they were doing in there wasn't good. The the dude falling out of the plane and stuff, it was they were trying too hard and it wasn't that funny. I think it was mildly funny. I was annoyed. You were annoyed? I was truly annoyed. I'm with Why? Ray on this one. Because they're they're forcing jokes. They're they're like, Oh, we got a celebrity and then oh oh nope, he's dead. Oh we got another celebrity. Was, oh no, he's bit by snakes. Well didn't you get that though? They can't do that bit anymore. Yeah, I know. They were like I understood what they, they were, were doing. They were making fun of Top Gear. Yes, because that's okay. why they did the stupid uh celebrity brain mashup. Yeah, that was a little if dumb, that but... if they actually have celebrities come in and do like the what is that like a the game show thing? No, it's 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 tested your reflexes or whatever, doesn't it? I don't know I what it did. Well, if they actually have people come on and do that, it's going to be I realized terrible. It was a, TV. I realized it was a joke when they were introducing it and just didn't pay attention to what they were saying. Yeah, so I just don't think it added anything to the show. I didn't didn't really care for it. I think the difficulty is that you have to create the show a show that's the same but not the same and not get sued. My assumption is that next week. So this Friday is going to be a completely different show that has almost nothing to do with with any of that stuff. They just introduced that as jokes. They made fun of it. They said, you know, this is what it was. Now we've cut our ties. This is our show from here on out. Yeah, I'm yeah sure, I agree. I'm I sure they're going to happen. I think the next one I'm going to fucking love. That one I could take or leave. Um, I, I, besides the forced comedy, everything else was I thought even better 
than the original Top Gear. Yeah, the rest of it was. Great. I thought the production value was even, like they're clearly spent money on this. They th- like threw money at it. Their their camera crew was on point. I I think their track is pretty cool. I like it is the, really cool. I like the air quote on you know like the the danger of of what it could be if someone screws up. The Ebola drone. Yep. So I'm I like it. I I'm hoping they do better bits. I don't know what they're going to do because they can't emulate Top Gear. Yeah. But so we'll see. It's really hard not to, though. I mean, the way that they did that, it's hard not to emulate it. Well, it's what their else show. Are you do? They wrote it. You know, they wrote all the yeah. bits, they wrote all the, the formats and stuff like that. So how do you do something different yeah. and not get sued? That's the problem, is they're going to be constantly being watched by the BBC, especially now that that show's as big as it is. Yeah. And the fact that they were already kind of trolling them and poking them and. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're going to walk a fine line between is this Top Gear or is this Grand Tour? Or like, uh, you know, they're going to be forcing BBC's hand a little every time they do a show that has something similar. I'm sure they all have to be watched by their attorneys first. Yeah, I'd imagine. They probably have to go through the scripts and say, you can't make this joke. This isn't okay. Um, Isn't the the next season of actual Top Gear, isn't that set to release here in the near future? I have no clue. I don't either. I haven't heard anything about it. It's been really, but this is this time. That's this time of year. I, th- I no, think because the first one came out in April. They keep they kept cha- they kept changing it for it, a while. Or we'd been talking. We, we'd it, been doing this little routine for a while, <laughs> hadn't we? Yeah. So it, we the first episode of last season, we were well into the podcast. So I mean, it's yeah, it's I probably suppose. April. It probably won't be like. I just wonder how it's gonna fare because Top Gear as a show has never really had a competitor. When they were Top Gear? Not internationally, no. They didn't really have an international competitor. And now, what is Top Gear has a competitor. I wonder how how much of a hit their ratings will take because of that. I bet it's going to be pretty substantial. I be, I'm, I'm more willing to watch Top Gear now, though. That shou- think, shouty man's Yeah, I think it. this year's Top Gear is going to be a lot better, but I think they're going to have really bad ratings because the Grand Tour is there. Eh, they're offset though. I mean, if it comes out later in the spring, you if know. BBC was smart; they'd wait twelve weeks. I imagine that they probably will. Yeah, let Top so. Gear be in the spring and let uh, the Grand nice Tour thing be about the, the Grand Tour is you can watch it whenever you want to. Though you have to watch it every week, but you can watch it whatever whenever you want to. Like they release one every week. I think they can legitimately claim they broke the internet. Because I know that there were a lot of problems the night it came out, the first one. Oh, yeah. They said it was by far the most streaming right. they've and had. And if you can break Amazon servers, you can basically legitimately claim you've broken the internet at that point. Like, full-on South Park. Are they still doing extra gear online? Like, could I go watch extra gear right now? I don't have the slightest clue. Do you know, Remy, did you ever Never watch extra it. gear? Nope. Interesting. None of us watched that was the that was the good people from Top Gear. Yeah. I blame Facebook's algorithms for me not having any clue what's going on in the Top Gear universe right now. I don't know. I don't see any posts from Top Gear. On That's because Facebook doesn't want you to. Why is that? Because the they haters? Don't, because they have algorithms that make make life difficult. Are they gonna create their own car show? And I was explaining this to a coworker today. I was showing him like how many times 
each of our posts on our Facebook page has been viewed compared to the number of people we have who follow our Facebook page. And he's like, why do they do that? And I said, well, if you pay for it, it'll get in front of everybody. Oh. Yeah, there's so. 15 million people that like BBC Top Gear. I haven't seen any of these posts. Don't know anything about any of this stuff. Yeah, because that, that covers like the magazine and all that, right? Yeah, and Extra Gear. and They have a, they have a pretty active blog something site. called Chris Harris drives. Yeah, they basically like Chris took Harris off Chris Harris on cars YouTube videos and and supercut them into a TV show. Classified of the week. Yeah, I haven't seen any of this stuff. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't show up on my Facebook page either. Not regularly. Not enough for me to notice it with any regularity. Bizarre Facebook stuff. I blame Facebook. What else, Robbie? Uh, on the Grand Tour? Nothing, really. I, th- I do like how they kind of came out with a bang going, like, we're going to get the most expensive cars we can do, and we're going to race them and try to get your attention. I mean, as if they really had to. But They had a bunch of Mad Max and Burning Man cars in the intro. There was some high-dollar metal in that. Spent some money. So they spent $2 million no, on it was, that? It was, I thought it was 3 point 3. something. 2, was it? Oh, maybe 2 million pounds? I think it was three point two million dollars. Yeah, for that opening, most expensive opening sequence of any TV show ever. Period. Correct. It's a lot of money for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, especially for something you're not getting any extra revenue from, like advertising or anything. I'm sure it's paying for itself, no problem. Yeah, they had to to blow it out. I mean, did you see their advertising campaign they did like a day or two before the show release where they had a bunch of crashed Priuses all yeah. over the or all over the world. Yeah. They just said Grand Tour on them. Hilarious. Well, I know all the Amazon um, packages that have been shipped out recently. Yeah, they all said the Grand ta- Tour. All the, right? all the tape says Grand Tour. Yep. Yeah, Amazon's really bought into it. They're hook, line, and sinker. This is what we're doing. Yeah, and it seems to be working just fine. Yeah, I think they're doing all right. They're spending as much money as they want to. Yeah. Hopefully it pays off for them so that they spend more money. Or keep so, spending money. I wonder, I wonder when Netflix will get a show. They got to do something. On, on cars or just... They got to have a car show. They have to. Maybe they'll stick to movies. They're, I mean, they're producing movies. They're producing TV shows. My guess is I still think that they're going to grab the trio from the American Top Gear and make a show. Would not be surprised if because they did Because their farewells quite clearly stated, we're done with Top Gear, but we're not done. Right. So that's what but I think everybody says that as the doors hitting them on the way out. Well, that yeah. might be. But we'll be back. That's what I think they'll we'll do. Show you'll remember you'll, me. Because a lot of people said that they had finally hit their stride and that it was a much better yeah. show than it was in the beginning. And then they just kind of pulled the carpet out from underneath them and shut the lights off. So I think they'll end up on Netflix. Would not surprise me. Netflix has got to do something. So. Yeah. Is that it then? I think so. I don't really have anything else to say on it. Do you have another? Oh, I liked it. Do you have another topic? Well, Let's do another topic. We have an actual topic. If Let's do our ahead. actual topic then. Oh, Adam, it was your idea. I think you'll be right. introduce it better. So this week uh, we are going to. Uh, I, we, somebody had mentioned that they they kind of like when we do these hypothetical, like uh, episodes where we where we pick a couple of things and we talk about what we would do in this scenario. So we chose uh, three different categories of race car builds, and uh, we chose which cars we would build. Uh, if we could do it, if we were going to actually pursue these things. And they're all semi-realistic things we could probably do. So the the categories are uh, Chumper Lemons, some sort of budget-level endurance racing, 
uh, a grid life event. The idea was to pick it one of the events that you are going to compete in, whether that be drift, time attack, car show, whatever, and what you would build for it, and then one lap of America. Pick a class, build a car. Keep it realistic. And since not everybody probably knows what these events are, okay, let's do a quick rundown of... What's your so one-minute definition the of... The Chumper Lemons, yes. the uh, budget-level endurance racing, uh, you have to build a car that is under... What is generally considered to be a $500 budget minus wheels and tires and safety equipment. There is a, basically, I I think the general consensus is that you should, despite the $500 budget, you should plan on spending around $3,000 to build the car. By the time you get the cage in it, get the fire suppression system in it, get the radios and stuff that are required for it a wheel and tire package that's adequate, that sort of stuff. You should expect to spend around three grand. Yeah, at least. But they say five hundred dollars to build the car. Yeah, that's that's they kind of there's kind of gray area. Yeah, because because Chump kind of took it from Lemons. Lemons says a five hundred dollar car, and Chump does it a point system. Right. And that's kind of how I pick my car. We'll get into that later. But so a car is worth anywhere between zero and five hundred or even more points, and you want to keep your car under five hundred points, or else you get penalized. So, for example, laps. If you buy a Saturn junky car. It gets fifty points, and then you could actually build build onto it and bring it up to five hundred points. So you could you could you could put money into it if you wanted to. You could show up with some full built race car that has fifteen hundred points on their point system, and you could race. You're just going to get like a hundred penalty laps. Yeah, or something then you're like then that. you're just racing. You're, you're not just there to race. Up. You're there to have fun. You're not. It, but you could theoretically show up with anything you really wanted to. Frankly, right. So then uh, grid life, I think most anybody who listens to this knows what grid life is, but it's uh, a blooming as a uh, building up uh, event that is happening at this point kind of all across the the middle of our country. Uh, and they do a number of events a year, but the big ones are always a festival that has a music. They have time attack, a, a large time attack grid. They have uh, HPDEs for those who aren't ready to compete, just kind of learning, starting out. There's a big car show at a, a number of the events, and then they also have drifting. Now, I did ask uh, Adam Jabay about the drifting thing because I uh, someone locally who kind of asked me about it because he knew I was somewhat affiliated with people who are in grid life. Um the drifting section is by invite only. Okay. So, bef- like, a, you know, say two or three months before one of the festival events, they'll put out a call for people who are interested in being there, and you can submit videos or whatever, and, and they'll choose the ones that they want there. They are by invite only. And you don't just, uh, like, you know, register and show up. Because they do want people who know what they're doing. That makes sense. So, but that's that's kind of grid life in a nutshell, and then one lap of America, Michael probably knows it best. But yeah, one lap of America started as uh, the Cannonball Run, so the thing that Alex Roy did um, in his BMW it's his M5 from is driving from Brooklyn. New York, yeah, New York to somewhere in LA. So basically, coast to coast, more or less diagonally. Um, so when that got shut down, they did that through the 70s and maybe a little bit in the 80s, but Obviously, the cop traffic got really thick, and, and so then they started doing One Lap of America, which is basically, I think it's um, 
I'd have to check the rules exactly. I think it's seven racetracks in eight days um, or Is something. Is it that many? Yeah, it's it's quite a few or six in eight days or something. I mean, it's it's race, rally to the next racetrack, try to get some sleep, race on the racetrack, rally to the next point. I mean, you're, you're going, going, going. And um, so you do that for a little over a week. Um, and basically there's different classes within one lap of America based on what car you have. But um, the point of it is, is really an endurance sort of race and rally. So basically you have to get your car to a racetrack, race it, get it to the next racetrack, race it, do that for a week and have, well, you can have breakdowns. It depends on how big your wallet is as to how far you want to progress in this. Because Bill told me about a guy with a GTR that had a set of brakes flown out. I thought it was on a commercial jet in a checked bag. It turns out it was on a private jet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so he chartered a private jet and flew a mechanic out with a full set of brakes for a GTR. Yeah, it was my understanding that you could have the car, a tow package to that said race car, yeah. and then a trailer. Yep. And then that's it. Like, you can't bring yep. a truck and trailer with crew. No, There's it's very you. little support team. Yeah, it's you, your co driver. Yep. Can you bring friend, or is it just you um, two? I think it's just two. I don't remember seeing anybody that was running a three-man crew. No. Nah, there were a number, like, there were those Volkswagens when you and I, Robbie, went, what was that, two years ago now? No. It was, yeah, well, it yeah, wasn't it was last like, summer. It was two it years ago. the summer before. There were those three Volkswagens that were all identical builds, and all six of those guys were a team, and I'm sure that they probably share amongst each other a little bit. Yep. But... No, there's not. You don't load the car up into your semi hauler and have it trucked down to the next event. You drive it. No, you hook and it up. What's to, on that vehicle is what you've got. Yeah, you hook it up to a tra- that race car to a trailer, and then you take the trailer with you. The trailers, I assume, are spec'd just like Drag Week based on size. Yeah, and you can have um, you can carry one spare wheel with one spare tire per tire size. Yeah, I remember talking to Bill, friend of the show, Bill, who has actually competed in, and I believe is doing it again this year, isn't he? Uh, I think he will be. He hasn't brought it up yet, but I think he's going to. I know he was talking about it. But uh, um, he said you can run staggered wheel sizes and have a spare wheel with tire of each size. (coughs) So it pays to stagger your sizes just so you can have two spares. Yeah, because then you can carry two spares. but Instead of awe. Do you have the space to carry two spares and oil and a jack? That's and, where you know, the so that's, that's where the vehicle choice comes yep. into play. Yep, definitely. Because there are people. There is a guy who does it in Ariel Adam, and those guys are on a whole different level. Yeah, because he's driving. Because the one year that Bill did it two years ago, there was a freaking uh, tornado in Texas. Pouring. So it's pouring I've rain, the worst thunderstorm, and this guy's driving an Ariel Adam with the obviously passenger was asleep, no top. Obviously, no top because you don't have one in Ariel Adam. It's just raining on him, and he's asleep probably because of exhaustion. Right. I mean, Can it's a real. Imagine? It's a car endurance oh. challenge, and it's a driver endurance challenge. Yeah, for sure. By day seven, you're just beat. You've been awake. Oh all yeah. Week. Yep. And so I don't. I don't think technically you have to have both of your drivers have to race. I think you can do it with one driver if you're a complete psycho. But God, that would be suicide. Yeah. It's better to do it with a team, especially if something goes wrong. Didn't Bill and Scott, they both were competing in the same car but separately? Yeah, so you do, like when they did it, 
Bill would do his how many ever laps he got, and then Scott would do his laps. They have like five minute sessions or something from when Robbie and I were watching. Yeah, it's not very long, and then Just you short sessions. You get all put all your shit back in the car, and you run to the next space. So the the less time you have to spend putting stuff back in the car. You know, like if you if you did have a little trailer, if everything you just unhook the trailer and get the car out on the track, do your laps, get back out, put the trailer on, run to the next spot, that saves you time. So the gray area of the rules is that if you go faster on the rally portion, you get to sleep more. Yeah. So if you're doing 110, you're getting there a lot quicker. You're getting than to going the hotel 60. faster than yep. getting there going 60. So that's where that portion of the the game comes into play too. It's really interesting. There's a lot of strategy. I think that it also. Strategy. I think it also always starts and finishes at the tire rack facility in in Ohio, doesn't it? Uh, I, I think that's probably think true. That's true because they have a wet skid pad and a dry skid pad, and they always start and finish at the same place with those events. Yeah, because Tire Rack's the <clears throat> title sponsor. Yeah, and you have to have brand new tires from Tire Rack. Yeah, they have to be a tire they sell. Yep. That's part of the deal. So, so it's quite interesting. It's yeah. quite there's let's, a lot of pieces to it. Let's start with uh with budget endurance. Chump car. Robbie, you seem to have a grasp of the rules. I did I did chump as well. Yep, I, I didn't even bother with lemons. I like I think chump. most most builds you can cross they've kind of tried to make the rules so that you can run in both you may not be competitive in both, but you can run the cars in both. I tried to exploit the Trump rules. Put it that way. Would would you would you come up with Robbie for? Um, I looked car? around. Um, and I, did, I guess first I did the I was I didn't really think about it. I just did the lemons rule of five hundred dollars, and I I just looked locally on Craigslist, and I came up yep. with what I came up with. If I had if I had to start with a five hundred dollar car, and I didn't I didn't go off what anyone else had been able to pass in the past. Yep. I I came up with a Pontiac Grand Am, like a ninety five. Because that, that would be like a five hundred dollar car. Terrible. And then I was looking at the chump rules and decided that's terrible. That's terrible. So what I came up with is that I would start with a 95 era Honda Civic. Okay. Because that starts at 150 points. And if oh, you're, for chump it does? Yes. Okay. Yep. So if you have a 500 max, you could put a little bit of effort into it, get a, a pretty decent race car for 500 points yep. and not be penalized a single uh a, a single lap. There's a huge aftermarket, so there's yeah. lots and of cheap. used yeah. available cheap. parts. Cheap. Parts are cheap. Yep. I was engines are bulletproof. It's a good choice. Yep. So I, I did. I looked at it at first, going, "These are ah, it's overpriced. I can't. I can't get these for. Five, I can't get a decent one for five hundred dollars." Yeah. But then realized, based on their point scale, yep, they're very You're well. solid. Yep. So if you say instead of starting with a hundred or five hundred, you start with a thousand, you can get an okay Honda Civic. Yeah. And then you could pour, you know, a thousand into it, and then have aftermarket parts more reliable parts and then be ready to rock and roll for $500 or 500 points I like it what about you Michael I did a points thing as well I found out that well basically what I chose is an 82 Camaro with a 305 and a manual but only an 82 like a 4 speed probably at that point yeah because an 82 is only 150 points an 83 or newer is 250 points there's no discernible difference between the two of them. I'm not really sure who dropped the ball on that deal there. But so I would get an 82 Camaro, and then I figured out I could do what all could I do? I could change the intake. Intake. Uh, I could do coil springs, distributor coil, sway bar, 
uh, racing pads, probably some level of stockish disc brake, um, and a cam, and still be under 500 points. I feel like that'd be a lot of car. That would be a lot of car. It'd be a pretty fast car. Yeah, I think so. And semi-reliable, probably. Depending if you put the engine together well. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what it comes down to. I'd, I'd. Is that... Could you get, like, the IROC, the quote-unquote handling package? Or I suppose if, you, if you're going to put aftermarket suspension, yeah, does was, that really matter? Probably not. I would trade... that was just a suspension package, wasn't it? In the time? Yes. If you want to call it that. <laughs> it was like a half-assed American attempt at making a car that would turn because they couldn't right. make cars that go fast in a straight line anymore. Right, right. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't discern, like, models. It just said, is it a Camaro with a V8? And I said, yes. And it said, that's 150 points then. Okay. So, you guys put more research into this than I did. So, I kind of failed and dropped the ball on this a little bit. So, maybe my... See, I was building towards a chump idea as well. I can look so, it up. So... You're going to love this one, actually. I'm going to look it up. Michael. Okay. I would build an FC. An FC? Yep. An RX-7. You don't have that open by chance, do you, Robbie? I do. Do you really? Yeah. Can you find how many But I would put points that is? I would put some older carbureted small block in it with a four-speed behind it. Ah, see, this is where you get screwed, though. Really? You get yeah. heavily oh, yeah. screwed on a swap because I thought about doing... What was I going to do? I was going to do a V8 swap of some kind. Do you get a point for every horsepower or something? You get, like, mega screwed on swaps. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I knew swapping was not an option. I didn't look into that. But I know the RX-7, the 12A model, is that the, the 82? Yeah. Well, no. 12A would be the the first-gen okay. rotary. Plug a 80, 86 B. in there. You want 13B? 13B is it would be the motor that came in his generation RX-7. Okay, so a 13B 1986 is 275 points. Oof, duh. Yeah, so that build wouldn't be realistic. Then, Swap you performance take some, index. Unless you want to take some hits. But so here was my logic behind that car. If I remember right, Michael, you had said that the brake pads can be changed on that car without pulling the discs or without pulling the calipers off of the car, right? Yeah, that's correct. So in an endurance race... There's a high probability that you're going to have to change brake pads at some point in time during the race. Yes. And being able to do that quickly is less time spent in the pit, which is more time spent on track. Yeah. So you, little shit like that could come into big play. Yeah, if you could knock that out in 10 minutes rather than, than half dicking an hour. around with it for a half and, hour. And, like, I know you also said aren't, like, the front brakes, have, they have built-in ducting from the front of the bumper. And stuff like that. Yeah, they they've got ducks coming through the front bumper. from the factory. From the factory, they're, more stuff that's gonna really be important in an endurance race. I'm gonna do this swap calculation yeah. one more time, but the first time I did it, I came up with four thousand points. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Seems, seems so, like so you do what, you, what I'm plugging in. This is on the Chump Car website. If anybody wants to do this, it's so I, it, there's there's a swap table, and you go to Mazda. RX-7, 13B, 1986, car weight, minus 10%. Let's just say it's 2,700. That's pretty close. Original horsepower, I think, is like 170. I don't even know if that What if that I got high. a turbo car? Just Yeah, just put 170. Um, but if you got a turbo car, that's like two plus. I don't know. That's not on the, that's not on the thing here. Because I, I had a turbo car given to me, and I bought a motor for $500. And, I could, and it, you know, if, if I'd have known what I was doing, it could have been running again. Okay, for the sake of argument, I'll put in original horsepower is 220 because that's what the horsepower was on the turbo. New horsepower is 300. 
That's a general. We'll just use that as a small block. Okay. I'm coming up with 4,000. <laughs> okay, so that's a terrible build. Boy, they really stick it to you for swaps. Yeah, swaps a bad deal because, uh, yeah, just an RX-7. 275 is what you came up with, right, Robbie? Yeah. For just an RX-7, that's what I got here. So Adam lost. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they really stick it to you. Yeah, Max. Also, also, maximum swap cost is $1,500. For the whole deal, yeah, that'd be tough. I think you could do a carbureted like Gen One small block for that, though. Yeah, but then you, again, like with a two hundred and forty, you're forgetting little things like the oil pan doesn't fit, so you have to replace the cross member. Yeah, yeah but this does. is and you, need, you just fucking weld it. You need to slash it. You need yeah, a swap kit at some level, though, too. You know. Yeah, you, you got to be able to trust it. And the transmission—that's what would kill you right there. I figured I could get a four-speed in a swap meet for nothing. If it works. Yeah. Details. It's just gears. It'll be fine. It's whatever. Just, just put some, some WD forty in there and PB blaster. Figure it out. The rust will come off. And I, I kind of thought about the way I picked the Civic was also I wasn't. Like, it has nothing to do with the rules or anything. But when I'm trying to put a cage in it and all this stuff, they're readily available. Like, yeah, there's bolt-ins. there's NASA certified bolt in kits that you can just get for at Weld most whatever. Yeah, at most you get a prefab kit for less than a thousand. So I figured, and I'm sure they're even cheaper than that. Yeah. You got a fire suppression for chump. Do you know that? Yeah. But you have to, and you also have to have a race seat, a legitimate yes, race seat. An actual, You yeah. have to have a Hans, don't you? No. No, I didn't no, see I that. Mean, I don't think you need a Hans. But no? I think you, okay. you need like a, I don't know if it's FIA certified, but you need a legitimate race seat. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So the, the 240 seats would be acceptable. But again, those are Yep. Expensive. And you would need, you would need uh, in-date harnesses too. Yes. The other thing. Can't, so, be, can't be buying all that stuff cheap. It's better spending money on And you on don't get penalized for buying expensive safety gear, is my is understanding. Good. It's good. So if I bought a yeah, none of that, $900 seat with a $500 set of harnesses and a $2,000 cage, yeah, you, good. You, it wouldn't hurt you. But right. you know, it's, who wants to spend that kind of money on a chump car? Um, so the chump race that I went and watched at Iowa Speedway a few years ago and a few other ones that I've kind of noticed – Apparently, there's some secret sauce formula to make neons really quick out there. I don't think they're super reliable, but they're really fast, apparently. Not worth it. I don't know what it is that those guys are doing, but they're stupid quick. Nope. Not racing a neon, dude. I'd rather, not? I'd rather race a Geo Metro. Yeah, but, bro, it's a turbo Dodge. Uh, I get, that's why he likes it. That's why it. he likes that's it. No, I don't. I, if, if really, seriously, if I was going to buy a car from scratch, I'd probably build a Cavalier. I'm okay with that because my points as a Cavalier. I think I think you could get. I assume that they're all. They, they can't be any worse than a Civic. What year Cavalier? Ninety nine. That's too new. You're gonna be penalized. I lost my deal. They you go back to ninety five. Two fifty. Two fifty. Halfway to your limit. They go back. They go back to ninety five in that body style. That's a lot of points. Same doesn't change. That's a lot of points, dude. Why is that so much? That should be the same or less than a Civic of. The gen you picked. That's a way better. That's what I get for doing car. research. I planned out my build, then you're just haphazardly Dude, I, picking I looked, cars. I looked. Uh, These I sound looked, like the same problems I have with a lot of the SCCA rules. Like, there's a class dominating car, no matter what you do, and if you want to be competitive, you have to build that car. I looked at Fiat's because that's kind of my thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> one two four is 150 points. Nice. You I, could do a lot to a one I, two four. I also looked that. Uh, in that same realm of cars, it has in the same gen. It's the Honda Civic, the Del Sol, and the Prelude are all in the same little group. Dude, you can make a sick Del Sol. Del Sols are cool. 
I, they're not cool. They're, cool every cool time for a chump car. They're not cool. It's cool for a chump car. Every time I see a Del Sol, I'm like, God, that's fucking lame. But then but I'm like, I kind of like it. It's not like the worst thing ever. Like a turbo. Mid, they look like they're supposed to be mid-engined. But they're not. And a if turbo, they were, they'd be cool. A turbo Del Sol is kind of sick. No. I kind of like them. I'm kind of into I'm it. Not, I, I could not, never have one, but if somebody had a turbo Del Sol that was nice, I'd be like, okay, that's cool, dude. I'm, cool, I'm yeah. into it. If I, if but chump, most of them, they're- chump, I think it's cool. And for chump, it would be cool, but most of them are like- Dog shot. shit. Yeah, yeah people just, just destroy them. I'd rather build a hatchback Civic than a Del Sol. I think that is a better looking car. I'd rather do the Del Sol. Just because it is a Del Sol, I'd have to do the call it the Del Sol. I like, I like the Target top. Does it come out? Yes. Yeah. Does it really? Yes. Yeah. That's kind of like the thing about the Del Sol. That's why I like it. But it's funky looking. It's I got a weird yeah. trunk thing on the back. That's fine. Looks like a motor should go there. Like an MR2. Anyway. Yeah, that's all I got. I wouldn't do any stupid themes. I'd just race. That's why I would choose Chump over Lemons all day long. That's kind of why they, the guy that started Chump did it, because he was sick of all the bullshit at Lemons. Yeah. He didn't, didn't want to have to wear a costume. Yep. He was sick of the themes and the tongue in, I think they called it the tongue-in-cheek. Humor of everything. Humor. And it's not really racing anymore. No. It's a bunch of dicking around while you're racing, which is not maybe the greatest combination. Some people are into it. And that's fine. They can be into it. Oh, an X19 is 200 points. I can't think of anything I'd rather race less than a Fiat X19. Less? Really? Yeah. It's fucking terrible. As a chump car? Yeah, because be apparently bad. you can't swap. <laughs> and it's only got a 1.3 in it. It's got a little teeny engine. It's 200 points. I think a 124 would be a not bad car. That motor's been... I mean, you've, you've had your fair share of troubles, but it hasn't been super unreliable at the same time. It's mainly because my engine machinist kept putting shitty uh, valve guides in it. Changed the valve might, guides in that twice. You might be able to build an all right car out of that. You probably could. Especially with that such a low starting point value. Yeah, with only 150 points, you'd probably build a pretty sick car. Be a pretty rad little ride. I'm not doing it. Nah. Green one's going to be a turbo. You could buy another one. I'm not allowed to buy anymore. That, that seems fair. That's probably a good idea to finish the project first. No, Robbie. Because if I, if I finish the 240 before you finish the RX-7, you'll never hear the end of it. Finish, finish, or we start have, it? We already have random people on our Instagram calling you out for it. I'm just going to I'm gonna start it. Doesn't count. No, first one like to take it to Cars and Coffee or just drive it somewhere would be a... I'd drive it around my yard? No. No. We gotta, it's got to be... I'm not even saying racing. Cause like the, it's just a race to at least get to the point where they're running. Where it, where or you shift it, into second gear. How about that? Yeah. First person to second the first, gear. No, how about this? The first person to drive to the other one's shop. No, because I don't want to haul my car all the way up to your shop just to prove a point and then drive it all the way back down there in I will, December. I will. Well, I'm not doing it in the winter, dude. First person to do a burnout. I'm good with that. No, I'm not good with that. What? <laughs> Why not? Because I'm going to get it started and then I'm going to put it back in the shop. Burnout. No. Burn out. No. Because that, that, I feel like that's a good show of roadworthiness. <laughs> <laughs> you did grow up in a drag racing household, didn't you? <laughs> First person to second gear with a video. And a burnout. You could no shift burnout. into second gear and a burnout, Michael. Just Yeah, my, my goal is still April, so you should have quite okay. a bit. What's going to get more hits on YouTube? I'll do... Burnouts. I'll do a burnout in it eventually... 
But for me to finish my car, doing a burnout is not on the list. You're starting of to sound like Robbie getting rental cars over here. <laughs> I might do a burnout in it eventually, yeah. maybe. Like Robbie, to- you just gonna go out in the neighborhood here and do a, do a burnout? Fucking cookies in the cul-de-sac. No, nah, that's rude to my neighbors. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> As soon as somebody else is buying my no, tires, I, I I'll, drive, I'll do burnouts. I'd, I'd drive it all the way to your shop and do a burnout in front of it and then drive it home just to prove Rude. a point. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. My a- dad a- did that to somebody Adam, you would. Adam awesome. am I the type of guy that would uh, prove a point that way? I feel like you would. He's the guy that hasn't taken his girlfriend's... Uh, Maxima through Maxima the Maxima past 3,500 RPM. But he's also, gonna... he's also the same guy who says that... That your daily is just that, and your race car is for you to do dumb shit in, and that I think quantifies as dumb shit. And I would drive an hour out of my way to prove a point. Absolutely, do a burnout on a gravel road. Uh huh. There's two things I know about Robbie. It's that he he will prove himself right eventually, and he's super cheap. Those are the two like guarantees <laughs> for Robbie. <laughs> so he's gonna is ruin that some a, tires. Is that a compliment or not? <laughs> you can do like a five second burnout. And it's not going to significantly decrease the life of your tires. It'll be all right. I'm not agreeing to it. First person in the second <laughs> gear. I just want to see them both running. I, Never did I, I think I'm not, Michael I'm, would turn down a burnout. Turn down a burnout. No, I'm not going to drive 45 minutes to Robbie's house to do a burnout in the I middle didn't of like I say do a burnout in front people. of Robbie's house. Do it in front of your house. I don't care where you do it. Just do a burnout. I'm not doing it. First person out of the three of us to do a burnout. Hell, I'll fucking grab the Omni and do a burnout. Tomorrow, front wheel drive, single wheel burnout. You it's got to be it a two. Both. It's got to be two wheels. It does both. Thank you very much. I would actually be quite impressed because that means you'd have to take the intake off and put it all back together in order to <laughs> do a burnout. Whatever. See, he'll do that to prove a point too. Yeah, I would absolutely <laughs> do it to prove. It. I'll do one. In, I'll do a one wheel wonder burnout on my way out of here with the S. Or I don't have the S10 tonight. Shit, I would have done it in the S10 if I had it. Yeah. Well, you guys are working on burnouts. I'm gonna work on wiring my car. I'm not even gonna bother with wiring. I'm just gonna buy a harness on Black Friday. <laughs> It's a bold strategy. You should check wiring specialties. Maybe they make a harness for you. No, too. it's already partially wired. I'm not tearing it out. They do. I bet they make a. I bet they make a harness for you. Probably not for an LT1 though. I bet they do. I think so. I don't know. It's kind of a I'm weird, not a weird one. That is kind of the problem with his. Is it's just obscure enough to be not well supported. There's a diagram. I just haven't. It's just somebody got in there with a pair of wire cutters and stipped a bunch of crap out. Ugh. Side cutters. That's what's dikes. Side, side, side cutters, cutters. dykes. Yeah, on my side. Just for the people, <laughs> just for the. Well, no, I call them dykes too, but I that's know. where, or no, diagonal cutters. Is yeah, the, exactly. We said the, side cutters. It's like diagonal cutters, guys. Is where the term dyke <laughs> came from. It's diagonal cutter. That's where the term came from. Mister Know It All. <laughs> I I just assumed it was like a vice grip. Uh, you mean a pump pliers? Go away. <laughs> I like dark Robbie. What do you got next, dark Robbie? Well, what what do we want to do next? Uh, grid life. Let's, Let's do, do grid life build. Robbie, right. why don't you start with grid life? All right. So, what, drift, what car are you drifting, Robbie? I'm not drifting. You're not really? drifting. Really? Not drifting. Oh, so, this, what car this. are you showing? What car are you hot in Fortniteing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how much camber do you have? None. Well, like three degrees. Oh man, that's that's not as much Hell fun. Hell flush. So, I didn't even cons- I totally forgot about the car show. And I how I, much I, underglow? All of it. <laughs> the the seven changing colors. And, and drifting was too obvious because I'm going to pick an LS240. No, I really would. But I decided to go with the track battle. And uh, for those that don't know, they have four classes. One's the HPDE Plus, and that's for people that are trying to get into this. So basically, if I was trying to do this and my 240 ran, 
I would take it there under the HPD plus where I would work with a driver who would train me and teach me how to drive well on a track. And that'd be a really good place to start. So if you are considering doing that and you actually can get to grid life and you have the money to do it, I would suggest that's a wonderful place to start. We're, and for these builds, we're assuming I've done this and that I am competent and I am good driving. That was kind of what I was assuming was yep. that you, you could skip the HPDE part and just go straight to doing whatever you want to do. Yep. So we're And then they have the street modified class, the track modified class, and then the unlimited class. And they kind of speak for themselves. Street mods are basically bolt-ons. Track modified is a little bit above that. Unlimited class is obviously unlimited. And for my build, I decided to go with track modified. I'm not going to go all the way to unlimited. I don't have an un, ungodly ridiculous budget. I'm, I'm assuming that I make enough money to justify a build, but I don't have enough money to just throw at it. So what I would love to do for my track modified car would be a 99 to a 2002 Mazda RX-7 with an LS1. So the FD body? Yes. I've always thought that car was just gorgeous. If I could arrow it out a little bit, big wing, uh, big diffuser in the back, put an LS1 in it, obviously aftermarket uh, suspension, like the whole nine yards on that, and just 450 horsepower. I think that'd be an awesome track battle car. They really are like one of the best looking cars. Oh, I love it. It's such a good gorgeous. And then, of style. course, it's blasphemy to a lot of people that I'm LS swapping it and then putting diffusers and arrowing it all out. Yeah, and but you actually it. want to race? Oh, yeah. So rotary's not the answer. No. So I I thought that'd be just just the way to go for me. I get it. It's nice. It's good stuff. Thank you, you have Michael. better. What are you? No, gonna, I don't have better. That is that was that drift? was a great answer. <laughs> I w- I'm going to drift a 2008 Hyundai Genesis 3.8 sedan with sedan uh, with Bull. four with four Sparco seats. Oh God, I'm uh, super into it. Wait, wait, twin turbo. Yes. Wait. Six-speed swap out of the coupe. Brilliant. I like where your head's at. That's. I think I. Well, I bet I. Could you think you it. could do that for under thirty? Oh, for sure. For I sure. Mean, not I that we set a price at you know thirty for this, but, but yeah, I think I could get a two thousand eight Genesis sedan with. I bet I could get one for ten grand. Did they come with a three eight in them? Yeah. So I just got to get the transmission adapted. That would be the trickiest part. Just cut it. Somebody's done some. Car. Somebody's done some stupid twin turbo three point eight. I'm sure I could get a kit or something for that. that would oh be, yeah, that would be the other big expense. I could probably go pull a six speed out of a junkyard, slap it in there, and then just gut it. Just cut the cut the floor out. Yeah, who cares? Put just some, put some. Yep. Yeah. Just whatever. Box it back in. Drag car style. To. Yep. Yolo. I love it. It'd be so much. I wanted fun to do a V eight, but I was like. Wait, I could put a six speed on it if it's a three point eight. Drifting with your homies would be a good time. I love it. It'd be so much fun to have people in the back seat and stuff like that. You see it once in a while where they do that for like spectators. Forsberg's got a demo car for that. La Flama Blanca. Exactly. It's pretty sweet. That's that's what I was going for. I'm like, that would be pretty sick. Just put a bunch of random drift sluts in the back and (laughs) hit that track up, you know what I mean? Scare them. I bet yeah. shut, up, shut up, Robbie. I bet sliding around <laughs> yeah. in the back would be worse. A weird feeling because you're you're farther back. It was weird enough. So the pendulum motion would be like more significant. It was weird enough being a passenger in a drift car where you're like, I'm just looking out the driver's passenger, you know, the driver's side window. And we're going that direction. But if you're in the back, the driver's like to the right of you, and you're looking to the left. Like that would be really weird. 
You know what I mean? Because if you're sideways, yeah, if you get a good angle on it, dude, you're well, ass, then, the passengers are like not really ahead of the driver, but they're farther out than the driver. When, weird when they connect a drift from one direction to the next, that back is going to rotate Swing a lot farther. Hard. Oh, you know, like a merry-go-round type of deal. Yeah, you know, where you're on the outside, it's a lot faster than in the middle. That'd might, be quite I might a have ride. To, I might have to do Not like this. a tilt a whirl. Be quite a ride. Like mildly. Kind of want to do this. Well, when you decide that you need another vehicle and you're sick of your Fiat, should sell the RX-7 and do this. No, once it's done, Robbie. No, before just, it's just, done, that'd just, be more. Just get another one. Just get a 3.8 Genesis yeah, sedan be, and just drive. I could daily it for a while. You could daily it for a while. Get and re- then you could trade your Trailblazer in on it, and the cash left build over. A drift Trailblazer with four seats in it. Man. I thought about it, but then I decided I didn't want to. I feel like the high center of gravity would always be a problem. It probably would be. If you'd catch, you're yeah. going over. Some people, some tracks may frown upon that. It's probably not worth the discussion. Body drop. You can lay them out, but <laughs> I don't think you get it low enough. Body drop. Still pretty tall. Polycarbonate windows. Get some, some of that high up weight off of it. It'll be all right. Cut a section of the roof out, put carbon fiber in it. I like where your head That's always the answer. Just cut it out. Just have a giant plexiglass piece in there? Nah, just like open. cloth so you can roll it up and open it. Yeah, you it got a cage. I mean, why not just have it be open? <laughs> just have an open top trailblazer? <laughs> yeah. Like that, what was it, the XUV that had like all sorts of crazy things going on back there? The Envoy Oh, the Envoy? XUV, I think it was With called. With the stupid... Uh, there was a bunch of weird shit going on back there. It was like a pickup, but not a pickup? Yeah. Robbie, do you have any idea what we're I talking do not. about? They made, we had GMC, a few of them at the dealership. GMC made a an Envoy, so like the Trailblazer. Yeah, I know what those are. But it had this like back thing that folded down, and it would turn into like a pickup in the back. Oh, okay. Was, I think I do remember those. weird. It was very like rubber, ruggedized, hard plastic inside, so you could like... You know, carry stuff in it, sort of. Put mulch in it. It was basically. kind of like an avalanche and a blazer had a baby. Ugh. It's a mini. little mini avalanche. But it looked like, but you could do the transformer thing and make it look like a regular, regular air quotes. It looked right. fucking weird on the back, but looked like an envoy almost. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Kind of bizarre. Anyway, so, 3.8 Genesis sedan twin turbo six speed. I like it. The four-seater thing, no matter the car, that'd be a lot of fun. That's what I was trying to It was like, what kind of stupid four-seater? Other than like an eight, like a G8, because that's kind of that, boring. That'd be another good option. That'd be a good one, but You wouldn't have not. to change hardly anything if you get a manual in Yeah, it. except I'd need to find 30 grand to buy the G8. Yeah, that that's kinda, the problem. That would kind of ruin the <laughs> so whole thing. So expensive. <laughs> Did, don't you remember that one we saw at Good Guys? Yeah. He, he literally won 28.5 for it. Yeah. I do like, like goddamn. a Volvo. Because I don't particularly love the car, but they're dirt ass cheap and they make decent rear wheel drive drift cars. Wait, which two eighty? Like an eighties Volvo so like with an LS in it or something. Like, Volvo? like a two forty, a Volvo two forty. I don't know. Make like a Nissan two forty. I don't know. About Volvo two forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wagon. Well, wagon or not, I you don't care. Got to do a wagon drift car. If you're gonna do it, just do it. Yeah. But I've clicked on something that says two hundred and or sorry four hundred twenty seven. Rear wheel horsepower ninety eight or eighty nine Volvo. Yeah, they're kind of a thing. Like LS deal. swapping, it's like the normal thing. I wonder if somebody makes a kit. I think they have a. I might be wrong. I'm probably no. They they came with turboed four cylinders and stuff like that. They're pretty potent in their own respect. Someone should Cummins swap a two forty and then drift that. Which two forty? Wagon. 
So a Volvo two Volvo two forty. Now we have to specify make Cummins model Cummins swapped drift like a four BT or whatever they call it that lo- the smaller one. Oh what this two hundred or four hundred twenty seven horsepower Volvo two forty was only twelve grand on bring a trailer. There you go. The engine says Volvo on it and has a giant turbo. Is this a Volvo? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I made a 400 horsepower That's Volvo not really engine. that big a deal, I don't think. Chaz used to be like hella into the Volvo thing. Me Gusta with BBS snowflakes on it. It's pretty sick. They're not a bad looking little ride. Chaz used to have one. Yeah, Chaz actually, you said that. You Chaz actually had that. like a semi-rare one, but it was so rusted away that he just let it go. Anyway, that was my build. What's your build? Adam. So, uh, I would like to say that. So, I'm gonna build. I would build a time attack car, because time attack, for whatever reason, like of all the competitive motorsports, that's the one that interests me most. I don't really have that much interest in wheel to wheel racing, like you do, Robbie. Right. Or like both of you, frankly, but I think Robbie a little more. I don't know why. There's just something about it. I'm just not super interested in it. You would think that my cheapness would steer me away from wheel-to-wheel racing altogether. I think that if you want to get real serious about it, you can wheel-to-wheel cheaper than you can time attack. Yeah, I suppose. I'm just, just don't I'm, run into anything. Yeah, I'm just thinking crashes. and. Well, I don't, I don't think crashes really happen all that often unless you're... Robbie's People who are out it. there spending their own money on their own race cars yeah, and then racing them don't crash nearly as often as NASCAR drivers in factory sponsored cars. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like the the race that you and I flagged at, there were no accidents. That that wasn't technically wheel to wheel, though, was it? Yes, it was. Club racing. Te- yeah, that's wheel to wheel racing. Granted, there are multiple classes on the track at a time. Yeah, but so, they're still wheel, still wheel to wheel racing. If okay. there's more than two car or there's more than one car in a class on the track, they're racing against each other. Okay. First person across the line wins. Yeah, makes sense. It's just that we were at a small local region, so they ran multi classes on the track at a time, just because otherwise you'd have two cars going out there for twenty minutes by themselves. It's just not really a thing. Yeah. Okay. But that's that's club racing. That's wheel to wheel. Yes, I was not a, after watching. I guess I really. Didn't. Put that together, I was like, yeah, that looks more like a time attack where they kind of nah, not not, not necessarily point to pass, but you know what I mean. They're not time attacking. Uh, they you were supposed to if you had a like if you were not in contention and somebody was coming up on you that was yeah, then you you're supposed flag. to kind of let them pass. Yes, uh, but that's not the case in a lot of racing either. Like you go to a majors event, I don't think they use the the pass flag. I think you're just out there. Okay, I'm not sure on that. Jabe will probably send us a group message to correct me. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope he it, does. But, Let me know. But, <laughs> but anyway, time attack is just seems to be more my thing, and and I suppose this stems from my my. I still have a love for autocross. I know you guys are not super into it anymore, but that's still like my my racing. I still would rather fight a clock than fight other people. And the nerd in me just likes the idea of being able to make small changes and see what it changes on the track and stuff like that. And I really love Arrow, so that's kind of where I'm, why I'm so in love with Time Attack. I would like to think that I could build an unlimited car, but it'll never be competitive. But it'll probably end up in unlimited just because... Based on what you do to it? Just because that's what I'm stuck with with the rules. I would like to build... I've kind of talked about this build before. A... Like an... Ecotech four cylinder swapped 
C4 Corvette. Oh, yeah. Big turbo. Lighten it up as much as I can. Arrow the shit out of it. Go racing. It's a bold. I know you'd... It's a bold strategy. I know that'd be one of your autocross builds. I feel like, you know, at some level, they could be used for both. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't. You know, uh, I mean... With it, effective arrow on an on an autocross course probably wouldn't fare well at track speeds, <laughs> unless you've got it really well built. Yeah, you'd have to dial it in for based on what but, you're racing. You know, whatever. Uh, I mean, I'd probably I'd probably build it more towards the time attack and then take it out for testing tunes at local autocrosses and just for funs. Yeah. Plus, if you're turbo like that, I assume we'd be a more power on a track rather than an autocross because you yeah, wouldn't necessarily on, be in the power band. turbo you're using and, and yeah. how you'd all do that. But I I just... <coughs> it's a unique build. It's kind of an upsetting build to some people. Blasphemy to a lot of Corvette owners. It's a very cheap Make car to angry. buy. Like, I actually did semi-research buying one a, a couple of times in, in the past. and Especially if you buy one with the bad motor or a blown motor, they're like less than two grand for a decent one. And I, you know, I get I that crossfire. That thing's a piece of shit. Yeah. And so those are, those are a dime a dozen cause they're not worth anything. Right. But I'm going to take it out and throw it in the junkyard anyway. I don't really care if I can find a blown crossfire engine. That's the perfect build, you know, a little bit ratty interior. I don't give a fuck. It's mostly fiberglass. So there's not a ton of rust issues. Be an all right car to build off of. I know they're a little bit of a pig, but I'm not afraid to gut it down and do whatever I got to. I like it. Because, it, yeah, it would be unique. It'd, it'd, it'd turn a lot Excuse of heads, me. for sure. Something different. Especially when you flew by the pit wall. People are like, what the fuck was that noise? <laughs> Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> Just a Corvette. Don't worry about it. The four-cylinder turbo. Does that guy know that he's missing a four-cylinder yeah, on he's his got V8? A super bad miss. Somebody should flag that guy down. Should I get two Ecotechs and mount them... Uh, like at a off kilter right next to each other. No, you should extend the front of the car, mount them in line. You should line up the cranks on two Ecotechs and get an inline eight, eight. twin turbo. <laughs> I like just that say build. fuck you, internet. That's what you should yep. do. Yep. Fuck you, internet. Stick it right off the front. Oh yeah, Ryan Turek with your yeah. Ferrari powered yeah. four or a GT eighty six. When's the last time you saw a straight eight, bitch? <laughs> just get vibe performance to sponsor you. It's a four liter V eight or a four liter inline eight. Love it. Suck it. <laughs> it's the ten tens version of the what's it called? The four the four four five eight six GT. Four five eight six. GT four five eight six. Yeah, it's the ten tens version. There you go. Two ecotechs welded together, sticking out the front of a Corvette. Circle track style like we saw at the yeah, for sure. speed. We figured out. But we could get them right. in balance. Close enough anyway. What's the last one? One lap. One lap of America. What are you doing for one lap, Robbie? Well, because I want to have something that I could take and not really have to deal with and, and also be able to carry extra shit in case stuff goes wrong, I decided to go with a 2005 Lancer Evo with a tow package, obviously, and a small trailer. Because I felt like if I had an Evo, it'd be competitive on the track, reliable, and it could carry all the crap I would ever need and be able to make it to the next event on the road as well. I don't know how much you know about Evos, but I'm not sure that Evo and Reliable generally go in the same sentence without a not. Well, I'm not talking like a, 
six hundred horsepower built to the wall. I suppose because I mean, you hear about people that put a big turbo on their Evo and then they blow up the transmission. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm doing a mild build because I, I a responsible build. Is that a mid-price sedan and wagon from twenty thousand to fifty thousand dollars? I no, think that's it's, it's technically a sports car. Is it? So you'd be in the sports car GT under fifty thousand, under three point five liters. Yes, I think he'd end up should end up in the same class that Bill runs in. Bill ran in alternative fuel. Oh, that's 80. right. Oh no, wait, no, it does that. not include the eighty five. Never mind. So he was in. Yes, he would have been in that same class. He's, yes, I mean if you put, say you put forty five thousand dollars into a two thousand five Evo, you're gonna have a pretty competitive car. The problem with one lap is that if you really want to be at the pointy end of the stick, you got to have two hundred thousand dollars wrapped up in your Evo. So oh. and not not be afraid to spend twenty grand that weekend for. And that's kind yeah, of why I chose a car that just would be fun and not competitive. Well, I think the Evo. But that would be. Fun. be I'm not saying yeah. that wouldn't be fun. That'd be a great fun car, and you'd probably whoop my ass. Well, obviously. So well, what did you pick then? <laughs> Is it a 1984 Dodge Omni? No, no, no. No, it's way better. Wait, Robbie, what do you got? It's the ultimate GTR. Is it the ultimate it's not, GTR? It's not the ultimate GTR. Okay. Or an Ultima GTR. It's neither. It doesn't even have G, T, or R in the name. I'll believe it when I hear it. Yep. Oh, it has a G. I take that back. I figured. So there's a truck and SUV class in one lap. Ah, oh, jeez. And I just kind of like that idea because it's big and it's spacious and it's funny. So I'd build a Ford Lightning. Ford GT motor. Big old blower. Listen to it whine let's, while let's, I'm driving let's, down let's the not get side it, exits. Let's not get it twisted with the Ford GT motor. The Ford GT has a Lightning motor. No. Yeah, no. I think we're technically correct on this one. <laughs> Just so we're all Just clear like on our... Just like the current our... GT has a Taurus motor. Exactly. Yeah, yep. Because yep. the, the engine was in the Lightning first. Yep. The non-existent Ford GT owner that is also a listener of this just got really upset at yeah, you. Yeah, he's very mad at me. He is. Sorry. He's very upset. He's going to send you many, many emails at 1010spodcast at gmail.com. That's fine. Direct those Address them to Robbie. To Robbie, please. And, and the subject say, Robbie sucks. That's rude. It is rude. He's very upset. I understand. Okay. But... I, I just think that'd be kind of fun. And it's yeah, it would. side pipes. And you wouldn't even you wouldn't side even... exit and the blower wine and just throw the shit in the back exactly. of the truck and just hit the road. That's exactly what I was gonna Jack. say. No trailer, just all yeah, in the back. Just throw it in the back and drive. I just think it'd be fun. It probably handles like a pig. Oh, oh it'll probably yeah. be terrible. He'd probably <laughs> want some coilovers but, or something. But I'm not gonna win it. I mean, this is the same problem as, as Time Attack. If you really want to be at the pointy end of the stick, you got to have some serious money to throw at it, and I don't. So I just want to have something that would be fun and, you know, ridiculous and and would catch eyes on the out on the track. I think a, Ford, a bright red Ford Lightning, Ford Lightning, what better? What did you build, Michael? I've... I've <laughs> <laughs> I picked a 2011 Cadillac CTSV wagon. I'm not shocked at that at all. With Magna Ride and no modifications. <laughs> just, just like <laughs> just comfy show quiet up, ride. Right. <laughs> He's so comfy. So comfy, so fast. I mean. Do we need any like safety restraints, like cages, safety uh, Hans devices, stuff like that? No, no I, I, I think you have to wear a fire suit. And, and you, a... Probably the same helmet that's required at an SCCA autocross. Probably Snell 2000 
five yeah, or newer. Maybe 2010 at worst, but so what? Yeah, Wait, are just, we 2016? Yeah. So far, all I can see is you need a fire extinguisher. Yeah, fire extinguisher. I got one fire of those in the Omni. It's ready yeah, for one lap. Yeah, so OEM seat belts. So, yeah. I could not imagine a worse car for one lap than my Omni. It'd be miserable. It'd be the most miserable thing in the world. That's a lot of shifting. No radio. No AC. No just, exhaust. Just the most uncomfortable loud thing in the world. Bam, 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 bam. It's a lot more. The suspension's <laughs> a lot better than it used than the old suspension setup uh, it used, was. It was it's plunk. like fucking like Cadillac CTSV compared to what it used to be. Yeah, I believe that. But well, <laughs> you didn't have any suspension to speak of before. Not really, no. But no, I I couldn't do it. But just a stock wagon. Stock huh? wagon. Not even. You gotta have like a tune or something. Nope. Come on. Nope. <laughs> Boost. Nope. More boost. I, I know how these things work. You start boosting stuff, <laughs> shit starts breaking. I get it. You're probably going to break something anyway. You're being hard on stuff for like a week or more. Yeah. Stock. You have to Can I get a smaller breaks. pulley? If I, or a bigger pulley? Can I get a bigger pulley? Take a boost down just, just a hair. Just a little. You Can I be, get 500 horsepower? You want to be real cool? They have like a, a street, a day, they have, I think it's called Daily Driver class in um, Drag Week. It'd be cool to run. The daily driver class and whatever that class ends up in one lap in the same year in the CTSV. Yeah, you could do that. That'd be a hell of a year. I'm seeing economy cars under 25000 as a class. Is, is anybody in that class? I saw a Crown Vic the year we went. Yeah. I assume that's what class he I bet in. those HHRs are probably That might be a mid, mid-price sedan, though. No, that might have been. But what the, yeah, the oh, HHRs, HHR's would be would truck be that. and SUV. Yep. Or was oh, is that so? truck an SUV? It's not though, because it's just built on a cobalt chassis. So I'm, is it? A- I bet that's economy car under twenty five thousand. I was thinking like a Mazda two, where you could just beat the living piss out of it. What about all those week. golf? Uh, that golf, those golf GTIs that were out there. Do you think those would have been? It's probably sports GT car under fifty thousand, under three point five liters. Is that purchase price or built price? Yes. <laughs> I assume it's purchase price. <laughs> it can't be both. It's probably purchase price. I have no idea. It doesn't say on this list of rules I'm looking at. It's probably you, buried in here somewhere. If you built an economy car from 1970, I don't think they made one over $25,000. You could buy a Ferrari for that kind of money in the 70s. Yeah, it doesn't say. It's oddly vague about what that number means. I'm sure it's in here somewhere. I'm just not going to look for it right now. Right. The rules are available on the onelapofamerica.com website if you're curious. Let's move on to news, Robbie. Let's do some news. So Porsche unveils a new mid-engine R or 911 RSR race car. Good for them. It's exciting. Really? Yeah, I think I it's figured, great. I figured oh. you Porsche, you Porsche collectors and enthusiasts. Wait a second. You'd be Wait a all second. excited about Wait this. Wait a second. Wait a second. That doesn't come from Italy. Oh. Wait a second. Care Ferrari asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. Porsche so and Ferrari, sorry. two different companies. Get Pin your and Get your heritage correct, sir. Pininfarina has not made a Porsche. I'm probably wrong. They probably designed one Porsche <laughs> in sure? 1983. I'm going to get an angry email that says, You are wrong, sir. <laughs> Mr. Expert, 1010's podcast, dickhead. Anyway. So, yeah, this this 911 RSR, that they basically told the engineers to start from the ground up. Here's a general footprint of what we want it to look like. And they basically started. There's a the new engine they built, or the new naturally aspirated engine. Is built from scratch. It's a four liter, it's four flat six, five hundred horsepower. 
<laughs> when I first read it, Jesus, I read this on a, it wasn't the drive, but I read it on a different website and they clearly typoed and it said this new four liter, um, four liter flat six with 150 horsepower. I'm like, wait what? a second. <laughs> Something's gone wrong. Why, <laughs> Why were they, they really, really good engineers? I like what class are they in? But then, I know that I, they restrict them from. It's yeah. Th- a lot th- of times, that's, that's the factory cars make less power. But whoa! <laughs> it said it said uh, it's at 150 horsepower due to res- uh, class restrictions. I'm like, there was no fucking way. <laughs> so then I go to a bunch of other websites. 510. 510. <laughs> Could you imagine the top speed of a 150 horsepower? 150 horsepower car with all that arrow like they have now. 80 miles an hour. <laughs> 83 miles an hour. It's coming screaming down the, the front straightaway at Daytona doing moving. 75. I can't go into fourth gear. It'll slow down. That is six. Yep. So this will be the first Porsche with the engine in front of the rear chassis or the rear. First Porsche race or first 911. Yeah. That's it. That's right. So I can order my 2018 mid engine 911 then? I don't. This is not it's a production just, nope, vehicle. Just the race car. You just say, the race car. You say that. For now. You say that. As it stands 2018, today. 2019, I bet we'll get a mid-engine 911. That engine keeps keeps doing this. Like, here's the axle. Here's a 60s Porsche for people who can see this who can't, <laughs> which is only three people. And then they've slowly started to move that engine forward. Right now, it like, sits on top of the axle. And it's just, oh, oh, it's in front. And it has to, though. If they want to progress and continue to, to evolve that chassis, the only thing they can do to make it better is move that motor forward. I love it. Let's do it. Let's get a mid-engine 911. I like it. I think Fuck it's, the Cayman. I think it's Let's awesome. get rid of that. Yeah. Boom. I was going to say, so, they already make a mid-engine 911. It's called a Cayman. But it's not as sweet as it could be, because they put a smaller displacement engine in it. This could be dope. Full-on dope mid-engine Porsche for the common man. This year's going to be an interesting year wow. for, <laughs> for, the, yeah, for the, the common man. The common man. <laughs> You're a little out of touch. Out of touch, there, bro. <laughs> Tell me how to live my life. But this year's going to be an interesting year because Porsche's got that new car. Yep. Uh, I didn't see this until it was too late, but Nissan all but completely redesigned their GT3 GTR. Yep. Uh, which was not a very competitive car in years past. So, I mean, this there's a lot of new cars that look very promising coming out. This could be an interesting year. And this uh, this car will debut at the 24 Hours of Daytona in January, and then they plan to race basically all the WEC uh, World Endurance Championship races, as well as the IMSA WeatherTech Championships. So there should be well over like 150 hours of race time this year or 2017. That'll be our one year anniversary. Oh yeah, on the day it debuts. That's exciting. Tis exciting. They, it's like Porsche new. They needed to have something special for our one year. Yeah, I uh, thank you, Porsche. So, what on. else you got, Robbie? Uh, Mazda also unveils a new Daytona prototype. I think it's gorgeous. It is really cool looking, isn't it? It's got like this, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just this, it's an LMP2 car, right? It's a new prototype class. Oh. It might end up in LMP2, but I don't think that's, it was okay. primarily developed for the DPI class, the new Daytona prototype class. Okay. I must have been reading something else. But it might also be an LMP2 competition. Okay, I thought I thought that's what I, I was reading. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I couldn't get past the pictures. I had a hard time reading the articles. It's a 600-horsepower, 2-liter turbo yeah. engine. Which doesn't sound super reliable, but I really hope it is. It's got to just scream into the RPMs, just like 12K. It's got that day. cylinder nonsense, though, doesn't it? 
Yes, it is not a rotary engine. It's ridiculous. They've tried to do a diesel prototype car in the past. This one's not that either. So, just good old-fashioned cylinders and gasoline. Yes, it almost looks like a Ferrari mashed up with that that other prototype they made that burned to the ground, but I can't think what that was called. Furia? 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 Yeah, that sounds right. The one, it kind of the one that Top Gear burned down. Yeah, yeah. it kind of like the mentality that they claim that they built this with seems to be the same attitude. So I, I they're the same styling as well. So I, I like the way it looks. Kind of got like the grill is very reminiscent of their production car, though. Yeah, not in a bad way. No, though. yeah, because it's, it's got that. It's it got, looks it's like got a, that it looks like a Mazda. Yeah, that's for sure. Which is good because you look at like. I guess Porsche did a pretty good job with their LMP1 car, but like the Audi LMP1 car or the Toyota car, they don't they don't really look like anything they make. Yeah, they're just kind of there. And I know that they're just supposed to be technology features, but it's good to have a little bit of tie-in for your brand. It's good for your brand. It's Porsche free did it. Porsche did an all right job because the headlight looks the same. They've got that four LED pattern. Yeah, like the 918. So, is that all there is to say about that? Yes. Good work, Robbie. What's next? All right. So, because of the movie coming out in December, Nissan is making a Star Trek edition Rogue. Star Wars got so, to so it. So the Star Trek Rogue. Star- what makes oh, it different? This the Star Trek edition Rogue. Star- yeah. <laughs> is also- that the one that had? What? Who? Who is in Star Trek? Like Spock, I think. The Spock has Shat Attack. William Shatner. Shatner, yeah, exactly. So what do you get in the William Shatner rogue? So you get you for for nineteen hundred and ninety dollars you get a different paint job. Okay. A bunch of stupid Star Trek logos. Okay. Um some floor mats. Yeah, yeah, I, think I think you get some floor mats. Floor, I think there's a couple of emblems on the outside that say Star Wars. Oh, you, wait. Helmet. You get, get fewer a, colors. Yep. You get black or white. That's all you just, get. Just like, like the Millennium Falcon, I think, is what the... What, is that what that's called, Adam? That's... I don't know. I don't watch Star Trek and Wars. Robbie, why must you tear my heart apart? Did, did you know that I tried watching the Star Trek movie? Star Trek? The legitimate the, the Star Trek movie. I don't the care new one? about Star Trek. Yeah, with Chris Pine in it. Yeah, those I, are. All I tried. Right. I tried. Wa- pretty good movies. You and I disagree greatly on what makes a good movie. Jurassic Park is not a good movie. I said oh, it. Oh shit! Get out! <laughs> you get out! Oh my god! Sorry, goodness. everybody. This show's over. <laughs> but no, they they start this. They start Star Trek out, and they say it's in Iowa, and then he's driving a motorcycle, yeah. and then he comes flying over. I'll the, give you come, that. Comes skidding to a stop in front of this big old cliff. I'm like, nope. There's no, mountains no, in the background. No cliffs and mountains in Iowa where I'm from. Apparently never been here before. Yep. I'll give you that. I'll agree I was like, this that. is stupid. But no, I, I honestly never made it through that movie or any other Star Wars movies. Sorry, Adam. Anyway, the new Star Wars rogue. You get a Stormtrooper helmet. That'd be fucking sweet. Is that a good dude or a bad dude? It's a bad dude. He can't shoot. They're really bad at shooting, apparently. So they think if you put that helmet on, you'll miss pedestrians or something. Ooh, pedestrian gives you special gives you special pedestrian safety. Yeah, every Mustang owner needs one of those. Hey yo, is that it, Robbie, with the Star Edition I, thing? Basically, yeah, it's just a it's just an appearance package they add to the already. Uh, they're you're paying for that death. I just think it's Star helmet or whatever. I think it's, it's ridiculous that that. 
car makers are doing this. It's not as bad as the Sriracha Lexus. Yeah, That's the worst thing I've That's... ever seen. But is that going to be a production vehicle? No, I think it was just a SEMA, SEMA car. It was still stupid. It was yeah. incredibly stupid. But this is a production vehicle. They're gonna, gonna, I think they're making 3,400 of them. 3,000 for the United States and 400 for Canada. I'll geek then, out when I see one, but that doesn't change the fact that it's stupid. Yeah, so it's... How much is it? You say it was nineteen hundred dollars. So you you start with a brand new two thousand seventeen Nissan Rogue. Yeah, and it has to be the Sun and Sound package, which is like their expensive. towing. Yeah, their expensive towing package one. Okay, and then you have to order your two thousand or nineteen hundred ninety dollar add on on top of that to get this. There's a towing package for the Rogue. Yes, maybe well, a relative. Yeah, it's got not, a hitch. Yeah, it's just a hitch. Hitch receiver. Pub. Pull a John boat with it or something? Yeah, probably. Or like a maybe a, a lightweight trailer. I gotta like say, I gotta, or... I gotta say, the new Rogue is not it's the not worst a, looking thing no, I've ever seen. It's not. It's not it's bad. A nice little SUV. I thought it looks kind of nice. Can I get it without a CVT? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Nissan's sticking to their guns on that one. Supposedly the new one's a, a little bit better. Towing capacity is a thousand pounds. That's <laughs> not. That's not very much. That's not many. Well, according to the sticker in my truck, it's a thousand pounds more than I can tow. So. I guess I don't have a whole lot of room to talk. Well, if you want to haul like motorcycles or dirt bikes, there you go. Lawnmower, yeah, lawnmower. Yeah, dirt bike. You could you could pull a dirt bike. I mean, yeah, you can't haul a car, but that's fair. You could barely haul an LS one. <laughs> LS one. Yeah, with the transmission on it. Yeah. No, because then you have, you don't take into account the weight of the trailer. So you're over. You're over. Man, good thing you rented that car, Robbie. I did. Extra truck. Just, I just I think it's dumb that that the car makers and and the movie makers are doing this sort of stuff. I I don't like it. I don't hate it, but yeah, it's just a gimmick. It's just I mean, regardless stuff. of what movie they're advertising, I'm not I'm not super. Now, into. if Jeep in 2018, no, no, see that Jeep no, it's no. If Jeep and Mercedes, that I could get behind. If Jeep no. and Mercedes come out with Jurassic Park editions, no, I'm all about it. No, that I can get behind because they're actually in the movie, and that make like the, um, what was it? The Toyota, the Back to the Future edition Toyota. Oh yeah, that, that was that, sick. that you saw Tacoma. The, the, the Tacoma that you saw at the Chicago Auto Show. That was, that was or a, sick. Or a Jurassic Park liveried Wrangler or something like that. I want to see a Jurassic Park uh, Mercedes G-Wagon. Yes. I want to see a $120,000 Mercedes Jurassic Park G-Wagon. I could get behind those because they actually were th- in the movie. That makes sense. But this is not... Yeah, they're just making a car. To no, they should, car. they should get like one, one smash cut of like one of those hanger things with the... Tie fighters or whatever the fucker in them, and there's, there's just a, a rogue. There's a rogue in the middle of it. No, they should because the tie fighters are like suspended. They're always up in the air. They should have a rogue hanging from one of those, like claw things that just holds one, the tie just fighter. Just have one rogue. Spam. Just like a row of tie fighters. Product placement. A- Get somebody with a Nissan jumper, like they're on the <laughs> deck or whatever it's called, doing ship things. So bam, <laughs> Nissan logo. Why not? Drinking a Pepsi, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, they, well they do that all the time. Reese's Pieces, yeah, they do that shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, like Samsung on Jurassic all World, it's everywhere. It's that bad now, really? It's Samsung. Let me pick up my really Samsung phone and put it in front of my face, uh-huh. so you have to look at it from the camera. Samsung and Mercedes. I was watching. What was it? Uh, NCIS was on in the gym, and they all had like these Surface tablets, like I have, and they're all like, "I have to get on my computer right now," and like the computer's in front of their face, and you can see because it's got the Windows logo on the well, back. The, the NFL does that. They are only re- they are only allowed to use the uh, Surface Pro 
or no, that's the that's an Apple. What's the? This is the Surface Pro. Okay, then yeah, it's Surface Pro. Yeah. So they're only allowed to use that. So like when they're doing um, play by play or whatever, or no, when they're doing when you get the, John Madden out there and he's no, no, no. circling <laughs> shit. No, he's no, no, gonna no. run from here. Well, actually, actually, I think the announcers too, but like the <laughs> that players. That's pretty good. The players on the on the field, like if they're like Tom Brady sitting there holding his Surface Pro. Oh, he can't have got, an iPad. No, he has to have a Surface Pro, and then they talk about the Surface Pro and they refer to it as the Surface Pro. So, I mean, he's just got advertisement They probably got, like, this guy that sits in the back and makes a tally. It's like, fuck, we got 30 minutes left, and we have to say Surface Pro 68 more times. Yeah, probably. Uh, the, I think Microsoft threw a lot of money at a lot of TV shows, because you said NCIS was doing that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Katie and I watched a show called Scorpion, and they're they're always hacking into government satellites on their surface. My Wait, Apple that can't do this. <laughs> that isn't that Scorpion show. Is that guy like the worst acting in it you've ever seen in your entire yeah, life? Yeah, but I really enjoy what it. What the fuck is up with the actors it's on that show? Just the worst like, acting. Like the Asian really, girl really is terrible. Like movie. she's got like or that show. She's got like Sorry. the worst acting of all time. I really like that show. Some people just have bad. Taste. I had a, an, an ex. I'm not going to deny that one. It's it's absolutely horrible I had a, acting. I had an ex girlfriend right. that didn't have cable and we didn't have anything to do one night and we're watching the show. We're both going, "This is the stupidest fucking." It's still on. That was two years ago. Oh yeah, they renew it's it. Still on network TV. It's yeah, like Channel Eight or something. Recorded on, it's on prime time every week. Oh, so bad. And there's like 16 people on the cast, too. It's and, like, and we the, just put a bunch of shitty actors together. Maybe they'll make like three or four good actors. The scenarios <laughs> are just so... Like, they're the very first one, he's in a Ferrari 458 doing 200 miles an hour on a on a runway. And he's like standing up, because it's a spider, right? And he's standing up, and there there's a plane. There's a helicopter no, or a there, jet. There's, there's a fucking F-22. There's like a 737. Oh, my God. And the, the running gear is dropped down, and the the co-pilot is hanging off of that with an Ethernet cord, and he's got it plugged into his computer. And they're screaming down the runway. They're hacking shit. Downloading the files off the plane so that they can bring all the rest of them safely to ground. And then at the end of the show, it's just based on real events. No. No. <laughs> Please no. It's the worst show. Robbie, seriously, if you're bored, you know, of- <laughs> just Scorpion, pull it I up like, and watch it. Watch I like five bad- minutes of it, dude. Dude, it's on Amazon. It's out of control. I like bad television as much as the next person, but I'm not watching it. He like Fastlane or whatever. He can't give dude, me five, shit. Dude, give, give me five minutes of it, because you'll go, yeah. how in the fuck are these people still on the television? Just watch the first one. It's Just watch it, dude. You have hilarious. to watch it. We'll see. You want to tear your ears off. It's so bad. They are really bad actors. But uh, they're kind of supposed to be because they're supposed to be really socially awkward geniuses. No, because... I don't think that's excusable no, on TV. It's like, it's like Tobey Maguire. Like, you he, can... he needs to find a hole to be buried in. <laughs> yes. He needs to go far, far away. Well, it's like Big Bang Theory. They're all socially awkward, but they're all good actors. That's true. Oh, that's why they all make like show. $20 million a year. Yeah. It's a great show. You guys want to wrap this show up? I just want to make sure everybody knows I hate Tobey Maguire and he should go away. But you can move on now. I'll back you up on that. Okay. So, well, that's not he was Spider-Man. He's terrible in everything he ever does. He does the same, <laughs> makes the same face all the time. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. Makes the same fucking what else face. did he do? He Nothing. did a movie about, yeah, he did a movie about horse racing, and he's done some other movies. He's fucking terrible. He's, he's made millions and millions and millions of dollars. For the record, that's how I feel about Orlando Bloom. Yeah, I'll get, he's, 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 he's a, a big, terrible actor. Terrible actor. He's a giant hey, pussy. Hey, ladies, the one woman that's listening to this, because her husband's listening to it on the other side of the room, Orlando Bloom is terrible. He's awful. <laughs> he's terrible. He's he may be good to look at, he's but not we dreamy. can put him in the corner. Nope. I don't even he's think not, he's that good looking. He's not dreamy. He's not even that good looking. He's, he's just got weak. long hair. I don't yeah, know who weak. that is. 
guy has never been in a gym before. Uh, He's also never been in a fight before. That's very true. Um, what's the name of those movies? Pirate movies. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's or not Troy. Random... He's in Troy. Yeah, he he is in that. He's a, he's in it. There's two dudes. You're thinking of like Johnny, Depp. Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. But there's also Orlando Bloom. Okay. I don't know. Hey, did you know this this podcast was originally about cars? No. <laughs> We're talking about ships and movies facts. right now, Robbie. So people enjoy our downloading shit off the internet. Things though. That's probably true. We should do a movie review someday. I think we need to, because we just steal all our bits from Jason Ellis. Mystery really, Science three, Theater 3000. I think, honestly, movies. we should do that thing where we talk through, you know what I'm talking about, where he talks through a movie. That's Mystery Science Theater 3000. No, no, no. I mean, they actually read through the plot of oh, the movie. God. And then when you read through it, you realize how fucking stupid it is. That's and then they make jo- Have you seen that? Have you heard? Uh, him, I think so, yeah. Have you heard him do that bit before? Yeah, at least once. Something like uh, Smokey and the Bandit, that would probably be like a great example of something they would do. Ian Wright found uh, like a an original script from the first Fast I and saw the Furious that. movie, and he wrote, a, he wrote a car throttle article about it, and there's a bunch of stuff that didn't make it to the movie. So bad. <laughs> I mean, the movie's pretty terrible, but... yeah. It's terrible, but I love it. It's I've, still a really bad movie. Like I If still, you watch it as a movie, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I still quote Too Fast Too Furious all the time because all the terrible one-liners. Too Fast Too Furious it was worse. That's because it had no budget. Did it have no budget? By comparison. Okay. But yeah, it was it was bad. And I'd se- watch those over the newest one. Yeah, Seven's unwatchable. <laughs> Is it? I don't yep. think Eight's going to be any better. It won't. Oh, so, well, Seven's just got way too much money. There was like weird... So just is, having fights on parking garages that are falling down, and like in hypersports coming out of the seventieth floor of and crashing into other buildings. Didn't he go into yeah. another building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at some point, you just gotta say, like, let's let's not do this. <laughs> we just, we can let's, let's move on. We can do this, but let's not. I think Robbie wants to move on, and I want to move on with the show. Another thing before we move on. <sighs> <laughs> What's next, Robbie? Uh, we'll wrap this up with uh, something positive. Daniel Suarez becomes the first foreign-born person to win a NASCAR championship. He won the uh, Xfinity Series last weekend. It's just kind of crazy. I didn't think that... Like, I know that NASCAR has always been kind of the American racing, but there's been a lot of what I thought were foreigners racing in it. Yeah, I guess... That's I, not for Like, that sounds like I'm being... Racist. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to be Ra- that Racist. <laughs> no, I... But you hear of a lot of, like, European drivers and stuff, all, like, all the time. And, like Juan Indy- Pablo Montoya? I don't think... He's in it. Was he born in America? I assume he wasn't. Maybe I'm no, making I don't think so. wild assumptions that aren't true here, I guess. I don't think he was. Maybe he didn't do as well there as I thought he did. Juan Pablo Montoya? Yeah, so he Dan, did all sorts of stuff. So he's done F one, yeah. But yeah, Daniel Suarez is a Mexican born driver, and he's the first one ever to win the NASCAR Xfinity Series. So, so that's pretty cool. And I, I think it's just a matter of time before a woman wins the Xfinity Series as well, because they there's a handful of them in there now. Like it's not uncommon for a woman to be competitive. I don't know why. It, I I genuinely don't understand why there's not more women in racing than there are. Yeah. Because, I mean, not trying to be sexist, feminist, whatever, but, like, you know, I can see where there's, you know, just genetic differences. It's very hard for a lot of women to compete with a lot of men in more, yeah, like basketball, football, stuff like that. But racing, I mean, as long as you're in good Physical. physical cardiovascular shape, you should be just as quick as any any man can and, and, be. And in general, women are 
lighter than most of those racing drivers. Like you take Tony Stewart next to Danica Patrick, you really think there's a similar weight there? Absolutely uh, not. She weighs dramatically less. There's than a him. lot of very successful women in drag racing. I think that's probably the one motorsport that has the largest number of women. Uh, isn't there like a study that shows that they have a faster reaction time, which is dramatically? My little sister whooped my ass on the lights every race we ever went to. That I mean. I'm a little ADD, I'll admit it. I was always <laughs> really, really bad on the lights, but my little sister was rocking good at it. I'm sure. So I, I think there's some, some point to that. Juan Pablo is Colombian. But he never won a Colombian championship. born? No, he hasn't won a championship. No. But I'm surprised he hasn't given all of his, you know. He he won overall 24 hours of Le Mans like three times. He's a hell of a driver. Yeah, twenty or no, sorry, twenty four hours of Daytona overall winner, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, twenty thirteen. Yeah, he's got a really, really, really long and good record. He was he's, in Formula One for seven years. He raced all kinds of for stuff. six years, six years. Because didn't he run Indy? Yeah, he ran. Yep. I can run through the list. He's he's uh, raced in Indy, Champ, Formula One, NASCAR Sprint, NASCAR Xfinity. It's, it's kind over. of the who's who of major professional motorsports. He's not done terribly well. He's only got three wins in NASCAR total. Really? That's Sprint and Xfinity. Best finish. Still, oh, wait a second. You know, getting yeah. A wins pretty impressive for being a uh, for, for being, being a fast guy and a, and a generally fairly well known name. I would have expected him to have done a little better in Stint karting, Grand Am. Yeah, pretty crazy. Done some other stuff too. He's got a long Wikipedia page of stuff. So you know it's factual and accurate. It's very long. Yeah, obviously. A lot, lot of stuff. But yeah, so congratulations <laughs> to Daniel Suarez. I assume cool. this is... He's he's, uh, he's Mexican-born, isn't he? I just he's, said that. If you would have been listening, I said No, that. I wasn't. I was trying to look up where... He was doing Juan research. Pablo was coming from. Was Hashtag from, real journalists. That's right. I was trying to be accurate. <laughs> There's a bit of numerous misinformation in this uh, show already. There's no point in trying to... I'm just trying to dig us out of what hole we've already dug. (laughs) Trying to be factual. It's good to be factual at the end. Bring it in on a high note. I think that's it. Rob, you got anything else? No, I do not. Hit up that store. Hit up the store. It's Christmas time. Buy presents. I think that's it. Talk to us. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving after the fact. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, I guess. We could say that. Celebrate the weekend. Sure. Celebrate all weekend. I know I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's kind of inconvenient to be on a Thursday if you don't live in the same town as your family. Because I have to work on Friday. That is not ideal. That's not great. So, we're doing it Saturday. Right on. Word up. Catch you guys next week. Deuces. Half-mast. It's the best picture. Is he a shower or a grower? I don't even know.